If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. At Baker's, no matter where you order free pickup, you get the same great deals as you'd get in store. So you can save when you order during band practice or at the dog park or wherever. Start your cart with the Baker's app and save from wherever today. Baker's, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply. Subject to availability. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Hello and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show featuring Jason Zook. In uncertain times, we must change our focus and priorities. This show will highlight social justice issues with the goal of expanding minds and increasing unity, love and mutual respect for ourselves and our planet. We support the Black Lives Matter movement. Our show aspires to promote social spirituality, which simply means that by coming together, we can solve any of our problems, including the goal of bringing an end to all forms of hate, discrimination, bias, or oppression. We must protect our environment, reform our criminal justice system, and protect every citizen from police brutality. When we come together, it becomes possible to bridge the gaps that plague our society and divide us from within. We the people means everyone. Hello and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show. This is Jason Zook. It's a great pleasure I have the opportunity to bring on a special guest, Connor Duby, to the show today. Connor's known as the leading millennial voice in B2B marketing. And I'm excited to have him come on today because he has been through a lot in his life and he is somebody who I feel like can speak to depth of character and in terms of his, his drive. I'm excited to have him come and discuss with our audience just his background and what he's done with his own podcast and he's his own entrepreneur and he does his own um, amazing things and I, I'm excited to have him on. So I want to introduce Connor to the show now. Welcome to the show, Connor. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me, brother. And dude, way to nail my name. Most people, uh, most people botch it, but you locked it in. <laughs> thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, I want to welcome you to the show, and and thank you for taking your time to talk to us today. And I want to ask you, what have you found to be the most rewarding thing in your life about podcasting, and why? I mean, I, as you've experienced as a podcaster, getting feedback from people particularly when they reach out like, hey, I listened to that guest that you had and they totally changed my mindset or mentality or way I go about things or how I perceive the world even, I think is extremely rewarding. And the fact that I can use it as a tool and a vehicle to amplify topics that I'm interested in. We've done you know, stuff on social anxiety to B2B marketing to neuromarketing. And although it's a little bit more business topic wise, at the end of the day, you know, we're talking about we're on the spirituality yeah. topic and everything. It 
if if you're not fulfilling your potential in terms of business, then it also hurts your spiritual potential. And they go hand in hand. They're one in the same. They kind of bridge. And that's where the world is nowadays. They're very congruent with one another. So being in alignment with your business and your spirituality, I think is incredibly important. And I'm excited I get to highlight that. I talk about it in my personal life too, all the time. Well, and, and look at it from your vantage point too, in terms of your own spirituality. Because I feel like you're a spiritual person. I sense that. You've uh, overcome some amazing obstacles. And I don't, I don't know if I should call it amazing. I'll say you've, you've overcome some massive obstacles in your own life. And I, we don't have to get into detail about that. But I want to ask you, where do you think your spiritual, I'd like to say your, your, your context of spirituality within yourself, when did you find that it was at its height in your life that it helped move you beyond your challenges to be where you are now? Yeah. I think at the end of the day, we're all spiritual beings in one way or another. And spirituality means things to different people, right? Sure. If I'm Christian, spirituality means something different. If I'm Buddhist, if I'm atheist, you name it, religious or not religious. My personal context, I actually came, you know, my parents were both split when I was younger and my mom was Christian. My stepdad was Catholic. My dad was Jewish and my stepmom wow. was like, extreme Catholic, like devout Catholic. So I had this interesting growing up of these different cultures and religious cultures. And it's kind of shaped my, I guess, more holistic view of what spirituality is. I'm always doing things to try to tap into my spirituality because outwardly it helps me to succeed in the physical world that we live in and um, do very well there. And so you know, everything from meditation to, um, you know, I've had very eye-opening psychedelic experiences uh, in my life. And also, I owe my level of awareness to the hard times is, I think, probably the best thing. I, I mean, we can definitely dive into it. I attempted suicide at 18 wow. and obviously failed miserably because I'm here right now and That's grateful for that. <laughs> But um, I went through a huge spout of depression, anxiety through my later teenage years into my early 20s, and I think was actually a benefit to the spiritual being that I consider myself today. You know, I have to tell you how appreciative I am that you're able to express yourself and discuss that. I suffer from depression myself, so I can relate to what you describe and I know how it, it can really affect perspective and, and everything. And, and I know that there's a lot of people who suffer from depression, anxiety, mental health issues. And I, so, you know, I'm so happy you're on the show right now. Can I thank you personally? No, I'm meaning this really. I've been wanting to have the show focus on this topic because it's near, to, it's dear to my heart. Yeah. And um, it's not something that comes up so often in spirituality is Hey, what happens to people that deal with the, the, the negatives of their lives, right? We always talk about meditation and the stuff that if you ever to my show, you'll see a lot of topics are very upbeat and they try to, I try to be as positive as possible. You coming on the show today is kind of like, you know what? You can take the mask off and you can be real and authentic with yourself. Yeah. And I respect that you can share that on a podcast. Like you're a host like I am of your own show. In reference to your own mental health stuff, like just under, not needing your mental health, but me understanding, and, and I, I want to increase awareness. See, when I talk to clients who come to me for psychic readings or friends of my life and they tell me they have depression, I yep. say anyone deals with depression, to me, it's a biological thing. Like if someone had diabetes and they're type 1 diabetic and they're in diabetic shock, 
to me, if someone kills themselves and if they actually accomplish that, it's, it's, it's like, it's, at least the way my interpretation of it is when I tell people who come to me and say, why did my son kill himself? I've had people do that. It's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. I tell them when I connect with the son that's on the other side, I say, it's like he was afflicted by diabetes and he wasn't thinking rationally. He wasn't himself. He was under a medical situation. And I want to ask you, have you thought of it that way too with mental health? In other words, people have so much stigma attached to it and they really don't need to because everyone's been through this pandemic in the last two years and everyone's suffered depression on some level. Oh my God. I know people right? who've never <laughs> been depressed or anxious in their life. And this last year has really, I guess, driven that out of them. So I'm, I'm happy. I love talking about these topics. I've talked yeah. about it in many, many a podcasts, you know, it, I, I think that's the number one thing is talking about it and, and yeah. just hearing from other people. That's something that's helped me out. I, I totally agree with you, your notion of the like diabetes, for example, so what's interesting in touching on this, well, first off, to take a step back, all, I think all of us are spiritual beings that can live at a higher potential, higher levels of consciousness, higher vibration of where we're at, but we have a human experience that has physical you know, limitations and um, the outside environment uh, also changes that quite a bit, whether it's emotional, physical, or mental, right? Got wirings, got physical body, but that higher being is like, I think the thing that everyone should strive to release at some point in time and be able to outwardly express whenever possible, right? So I actually, in um, my teenage years, come to find out I had celiac disease and I had um, a... autoimmune issues. And so the biggest factor, the biggest thing that was causing me the most emotional and physical pain was the food that I was eating and what I was ingesting and not even realizing it from sugar to gluten to soy, um, things that I like really, really allergic to, and even mild things, right? We all consume, um, but food is the thing that everybody consumes. Everyone consumes different media. That's a di- whole another topic yeah. in terms of your psychic, you know, um, well-being. But in food, I think is the number one thing that causes the most depression, the most anxiety. Mm. Um, when I'm not working out, like if I'm not working out regularly, that depression that we, you know, talked about creeps back into my life. Yeah. And uh, the anxiety creeps back in. Wow. If I'm not eating correctly, that shit creeps back in, man. (laughs) So um, what I did was a very, very deep dive. And I was almost put on the SSRIs and medications. And I refused all of it because I'm like, I've seen my mom go down this path. I've seen family members go down this path. And so I went the holistic um, homeopathic route and got tested to figure out what nutrients I'm deficient in. Magnesium's a huge one for most people. Um, you know, just normal minerals like beef organs, whole grass-fed beef organs and all the minerals that come in that. Most of us are missing that. And so it's not a magic pill. It takes a lot of fucking work to mm-hmm. transition from a physical ailment that hurts your psychic abilities to uh, you know, kind of level up. And so I've eliminated my diet, cleaned it up. Um, done a lot in terms of 
mental health practices to get to where I am today. Wow. I commend you on that. I know how big of a challenge it is. You, you ever watch on TV and I'll bring this up for you. You might relate here. You ever watch on TV late at night, let's say you're up and you can't sleep. So you're flipping through cable and you see yeah. these commercials where they put on these pharmacy commercials about antidepressants and they show depression as like this dark cloud following you from behind. Yeah. And I laugh to myself and I think, you know, that's a whole other topic, big pharma, but I laugh at myself watching these commercials and I'm thinking to myself, I suffer from depression. My fa- it's genetic. My family's had it. Like there's not one member of my family that didn't have depression on some level. Right. Right. So when they make it look like this dark cloud that follows you behind, it's a part of our makeup, like our hair or lack thereof in my case, but it's something that we have within us. Right. And so what you're showing me examples of is you've taken a lot of homework for yourself because mm-hmm. when you hit rock bottom and I've been rock bottom before, it's hard to pick yourself back up. But the best part about it is you have. And you will always stay on the high end of this. You're not ever going back down to that. Okay. And what scares the shit out of me is there's P I couldn't imagine if I was in the place I was when I was 18 last year. And there's plenty of people mm-hmm. who, were, who were, in fact, um, one of my best friends growing up ended his life earlier this year, which so was sorry. very, very difficult. And so it surrounds us all. I think that people automatically just jump to like, oh, I'm depressed. Oh, I'm anxious. When in reality, for all of us, your, your current state of being and feeling is depressed and anxious, but you as a spiritual being are not depressed and you are not anxious, right? right? It's impossible. You're not, it's just black and white. So actually as a human being, having depression, having anxiety is actually one, I think probably the biggest blessings that you could have because those who aren't, can be too far on the other side. And that's where you get sociopaths. And that level, I mean, I know what it feels like, like those days where, I mean, people don't, who don't have that chemical imbalance um, and uh, whatever's going on, whether it's gut issues or, you know, some other chemical imbalance, we're all just made up of meat and chemicals. It's like quicksand, right? I mean, there's days where you just can't get out of bed or you just want to binge on Netflix all day long. <laughs> uh, which, you know, that is what it feels like. Like it's not a dark cloud. Cha- I mean, the anxiety is where you get that ominous feeling, but depression is really where it's like, dude, I just want to lay here. Like I can't even physically garner the energy to move myself. It's, and- it, it, it's, it's completely incapacitating. It's like having an illness. Like I had diverticulitis for many years before I had surgery and before I had my cancer. It's like it can lay you up when you have stomach issues or when you're dealing with that stuff. Yep. And that I believe in mind, body, spirit. So, you know, d- traditional medicine just looks at the body, but I believe that the mind and spirit are all interconnected. And if you're having a problems with your gut, like I've had those gut problems too, they, it can really make you feel on edge, not even realizing it. And yep. so I'm so glad you were able to put that and get that under control. I, I know I had to have surgery, remove mine, and I've lived so much better the last two years since my surgeries. Yeah, 100%. Um, I think I think acknowledging it is a good first step and being conscious of it of n- now I'm so aware that if I have an overindulgence of sugar the day prior, the next day I'm grumpy, <laughs> almost near damn near bipolar, um, you know, just not in the right mood or I had too much carbs and when I'm in that state of being, it's hard to kind of have that overview effect and look over yourself and be like, "Huh?" Well, is that actually who I am and how I am? Because it feels like a permanent state in those moments. Or um, is there something I can trace to that that connects to it directly? And I think having that practice of awareness is really 
a good first step of just dragging yourself out because then you can look at it and say, well, listen, this is temporary because I know how to resolve this. I know the connections here and I can take the actions and steps to mitigate it. And at the end of the day, dude, I'm alive. How fucking awesome is that? Like I'm still breathing. Right. It's a blessing every day that we have. And, and it's, um, when you deal with those darker periods and you, and cause depression comes and goes, it's, it's just something you have to work through. What yeah. have you found for yourself? Like for me, when I get, when I feel like I start having like some depressed feelings, I'll get outside. I'll be in nature. I'll go for yeah. a walk. I'll work out. I'll meditate. I try to use any healing modality available to me. I use, I use crystals. I meditate with crystals. I do crystal healing. I, I actually do podcast episodes. Guess what that does for me? It elevates me. It elevates. Yeah. I don't know if you feel this way too. My vibrations elevate on any show we do. You know, you probably do with your guests, or I, I have anyone on. I feel elevated. It's like endorphins kick. In. Yeah, so I can be I've been feeling doing... like shit and uh, <laughs> do a podcast interview, and I, I don't even want to. Like, I want to just cancel the podcast interview because I'm like, yeah. dude, I'm not up for this. But you force yourself and say, dude, just show up. And you're right. It totally elevates. Totally elevates yourself. As we're talking about a very serious topic, I feel elevated discussing this with you because I feel like we're being real, like real behind the mic kind of thing. It's like one of those, I feel like the mic can bring out truth serum sometimes, right? It makes you easy to talk about things you normally wouldn't just disclose. And we just met today, aside from talking on Podmatch a little bit. I think it's amazing that you've turned your, 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 your story into a success story. And I think you're a lot deeper than what's on paper. And from my vantage point, I guess what I want to ask you is how did you get into podcasting? So let's see, I started my first business at the age of seven and have been involved in businesses, nonprofits, starting companies, all that stuff over the years. And one thing that was missing was the, you know, my, I grew up in kind of a lower middle class, like my just barely enough to get by, but on the outside, you have a house in the burbs, yeah. but your parents could barely pay for you to go on that field trip with the rest of the students. Yes. So I grew up in that environment. The connections weren't really those that were elevated to the point of where I wanted to be in my life. I knew from a young age that I was meant to be a success and I was meant to help a lot of people in the process. So I knew I had to go and find people that I could surround myself in because the environment in the insulated environment that I grew up in, in you know, Fort Collins, Colorado, um, wasn't going to get me where I needed and I know I wanted to go. So podcasting for me was simply a vehicle and a platform that I can use to attract, you know, billionaires, millionaires, philanthropists, those who um, I looked up to as mentors, which is why my podcast originally was Mile High Mentors. Now it's B2B Mentors is because of that mentorship. So I sought active mentors and I'm like, dude, people don't understand what it means to have mentors in your life because there's not just that old man who teaches you X, Y, Z or in Star Wars, right? It's, you know, the, it's Yoda who's a mentor to other Jedis. It's different. I have different mentors that I turn to for health, for relationships, for money, for business, for marketing, for sales. I have lots of different mentors that I can create my own context and get all the golden nuggets from. Um, so that's what got me into podcasting. Do you do on course online courses yet? Do I create online courses? Yeah. Oh my God. I've created. 
No, because I see growth in you in that area. I, I pick up stuff from just talking even through this kind of venue. And I can tell you psychically, your energy is showing me you're going to have some great success with some type of courses you create in the future, like big time success. Like it's going to really be, you're going to hit an area where you, it, it's almost like you're going to mentor people. Like if people are interested in being entrepreneurs, young entrepreneurs, you're going to come up with some type of courses or some type of programming that is going to be like an inclusive thing. It kind of, it's like turnkey. You know, I almost feel like your classes will be called turnkey entrepreneur or something in yeah. the sense that you'll be able to put something together from your life experiences and the other people around you. And you're going to create some type of online platform people subscribe to, and you're, it's going to be really successful. Well, yeah, so, because you, what you find out is when you in turn start mentoring other people, um, you learn even more than being mentored sometimes. Absolutely. So um, it's my, yeah, I have, I've done hundreds of thousands in online courses so far. I'm actually revamping and rebuilding a new platform that might uh, be what i'm, I'm just see growth could be could be man it's, it's on its way thumbs up is what my spirit yeah, yeah. i love it um how, how are you in terms of you have intuition you know that right you're very intuitive yeah you know i know you i could pick I, I also picked that up off your energy but i feel like you're very intuitive and i feel like you're very astute and you can you know where you're headed uh in the future even though 100%. you're still, yeah so i want to share is it okay to ask you if you're an open book where do you see yourself heading in the future because i see a lot of success in your future path beyond uh, where you are right now yeah i've always uh when i was younger was even i was always called that old soul like i was always spending time around older people like i always hung out with the older kids um when i was a freshman i always hung out with the seniors um so i appreciate that um it's just the energy. I'm just reading it. It's like reading a book to me. I can read. Yeah, yeah. Well, and vice versa. And the feelings um, mutual on on your end as well. And so I I do. I know exactly where I'm going because I visually see it in my head. Like I can visually see where I'm at ten years down the road, which is helping lots of people, doing lots of podcasts like this. Um, you know, super successful, making millions and millions, tens of millions of dollars, but not because of money. Like, but I know we live in an economic planet, and oh, I know yes. that if I have more economy, I can help more people. More people, right? Um, money doesn't make you a bad person; it just highlights who you actually are. So, even when I'm dirt poor, or I've been dirt poor, and have twenty dollars in my bank account, I'll throw ten bucks at a friend for lunch. Yeah. Like when I'm in my worst, lowest moments. I'm always still trying to find ways to give back. So um, that's where I see myself is being able to help millions of people someday. You I will. don't know exactly what it Mark is. Mark my words. I see you helping millions. I, I see you on a broad menu, uh, uh, medium, like a TV channel or like some type of show on a, with a big following. You'll have a big following. So that's what I see. You already have a sizable following, as you said. But what I'm seeing is, is of an audience that you're not even expecting. Put it that way. Yeah, but it's not too far off either. And I, I, I can That's tell right. you that you're headed on the right path for yourself. And That's everything right. that you've done to rebuild yourself since 18 is is permanent investment in yourself. That's going to pay off in dividends well beyond what you could even realize. Right now. So yeah. you're liberated. You're gonna you're gonna enjoy a lot. Well, I knew I don't want to sit around and wait till I'm you know a lot of people who do the work and put the um, personal investment work. Like I've invested five figures in mentorship alone and mastermind yeah. groups and all that good stuff. It's well, well, well worth it. And most people wait till they're in the latter stages of life to do that. I don't want to sit and wait around. Like why, um, yeah. why not be 40 and be able to donate millions of dollars a year or have my nonprofits that I'm, you know, wanting to found and one I'm working on right now, all that good stuff. 
You might do something with Swaziland. I don't know why I got that when you were talking about something in the future. Swazi? Swazi. Swaziland. It's, I think it's an African country or part of somewhere in Africa. It's Swazi, Swaziland. Maybe you're thinking of Uganda because I actually have just recently partnered up with Jeff Hoffman, who's the founder of Priceline.com. Wow. And um, we, I've just donated a, bu- a good chunk of change to his nonprofit. You're going to uh, be going Uganda. over there. Yeah, man, I see, I see, look up I, every time I get, when I get words like that, like you're precognitive, you can see yourself in 10 years. I got a whole battery of different things I pick up off energy. And one of the things I'm saying is there's something with Swaziland or Swazi or something like that. It has to, it may not be too far off from Uganda. I'm not sure. Swaziland, this South Africa. Okay. Okay. It's not too far off from where, you know, I mean, when you talk about the world and all the countries of the world and I could have just gotten off your energy, there's something there that's going to be a project that's for crazy. yourself. See, that's the kind of stuff I pick up when I just talk to people every day, but it's fun to do it on a podcast too. Let me ask you this, looking at your own, your own success and things that you're doing right now, what would you say to other people in your particular age group, other millennials or people who have been really sad and depressed about the the pandemic? Maybe they lost their job, had to move home with their family, you know, lose their independence. How would you um, recommend that they pick themselves up and, uh, overcome their own problems to become successful? I don't think just saying pick your, like, I don't think picking themselves up um, may break through really, because when you're in that mindset, it's like, all right, cool. I'll pick myself up by my bootstraps and do my thing, you know, which I, in an ideal world sounds great, but I would say first, just acknowledge where you're at and realize that even if it's, I always think of, um, you know, I think of people who've been like incarcerated in prison for 10 years of their life and they come out and they write a best-selling book or they're an inspirational speaker or they're a crazy success or someone who from the ages of five to 20 were in child, were in slavery or in, and broke free. And so I always think of it like life, no matter what is always cyclical. Like you just mentioned, there's a storm happening out there. So Um, but there's a bright sunshine day that's coming around the corner. Some storms last longer than others. What I'm fascinated by, like if I take, I have the koozie right here that from the eye looks flat, right? But if I take an electron microscope and I blow it up and you actually look at it, it's got crevasses and dips and mountains and, and it looks like a giant, um, you know, like a, uh, like a extraterrestrial planet, right? That's what that everything in life is like that. Nothing is completely static. Everything is either cyclical or also comes in ebbs and flows, right? So even though I, from the outside, uh, outside looking in, I may appear to be extroverted and enthusiastic and winning, you it's know, shy. whatever these, inside. Uh, what's that? I feel like you have shy tendencies inside when you're in your private life. I'm an introvert. I don't get yeah. energy. Like I get energy being alone. Yeah. I can't, you know, I enjoy being around people and I've, I've, but there's limits to it. I practice it, right? It's a habit. Just like going to the gym is a habit and it sucks. If you haven't gone to the gym in a while and you try to get back into the gym, same with those tendencies, but there's days where I'm so down, like I can't do anything but just binge on Netflix all day. <laughs> And so what I do is I realize that I'm in that cycle. And when I'm in that up cycle and that uptick, that's when I ride high and take advantage of the opportunities. When I'm down, then I just ride it. So 
like that. It may be like if you're in a dark place right now and there's, it seems like there's no way out and a depression. And as long as you can take tiny microscopic steps above, if it's 0.01% of what you did yesterday, right? I'm going to read one page in a book. And all of a sudden you're reading books at a time in month, in a month. You're going to write a book too. Everything's I'm actually Sorry. working on a book. On my I see you publishing. Right I see you getting a book. So our books under your, under your, under your, and also I got this other one to tell you, think tank. You're going to have your own think tank in the future. So don't be surprised when I you have it. all these collective people that have been your mentors that you're going to mentor. You're really good at connecting people. And yes. I see you creating your own think tank of people to help tackle some big problems that we're dealing with. Yes. So yeah. I can see that your, as your future step, as you progress with what you're going to be doing. Well, one of my favorite books is Bold by Peter Diamandis and Stephen Kotler. And, uh, you know, if you haven't looked up those guys, highly recommend um, those of you listening into this. Their book Bold is great. But that whole, you know, we can crowdsource a solution to anything. If we wanted to go, I mean, look what Elon Musk is doing. He's like, dude, I'm going to Mars. And he's going <laughs> to fucking do it because he, he's not going to do it alone. But he he's putting the microscopic steps and he's crowdsourcing the energy and the the spiritual beings around him to manifest it right that's the other aspect you have good you're good at manifestation too by the way so pay attention when you manifest things because it'll be very positive in in helping you achieve these other goals that other people kind of scratch their head when you bring up ideas because i feel you have a lot of brainstorming ideas you always have a lot of creativity yeah you can manifest bad things too just by thinking about it but not even realizing i don't see you manifesting bad things in your future man yeah yeah. i think i think net net it's all going to be incredible but there's always dark like i said there's always cycles that happen there's always seasons um there's always ebbs flows dips it's inevitable so back to you know and my advice for people who are maybe going through those struggles and going through whatever's happening in their life right now is just realizing it's not a permanent state. Even if it's years at a time in a trend, it's never permanent. And I know we're, we're running low on time. So I just want to ask if you could tell our audience where they could find you. Find me anywhere. Just find me in the spiritual realm, man. No, I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean your website and whatever, you know, I just oh, wanna... shit, website. Okay. That's cool. Sorry, sorry. I'm just kidding. I'm on every social media platform. I use LinkedIn the most, but I'm on Instagram, Facebook, okay. have kind of a YouTube page going and, uh, yeah, that's going to grow too. I don't really use Twitter that much. Focus but, on uh, YouTube, Connor Doobie, C-O-N-N-O-R-D-U-B-E. And you guys can find me anywhere. Uh, Connor, I, I appreciate it. One last question to you. Uh, it, uh, by the way, I was going to say, as you were talking to me, interrupt you, I was going to say, focus on your YouTube because that's going to be also successful when you, mind, when you trust me, future stuff's coming on there for you as well. So cool. pay attention. I'll definitely um, have to lean into that. Yeah. My last question to you is if you were a spirit animal, which spirit animal would you be and why? Uh, if you want me to go first, I can go, but it's up to you. You should tell me what you think. All right. I, I was, I, I always say owl that I'm an owl. Like I just believe in like wisdom and, and being broad and just looking at the big perspective, not getting caught up in the, in the immediacy of what's in front of you. And so for me, and I have two parrots, so I connect with birds and that kind of energy. So I, I say out and I just keep it real simple like that. And that's how I see spirit out. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I've always, I'm always drawn to like lion king of the jungle, um, but also methodical, thoughtful in a lot of ways. What's interesting is I had a run in with a praying mantis yesterday and I did a <laughs> post on this actually, which <laughs> I think is a pretty fascinating in the spiritual animal world, the praying mantis, you know, our connection to the higher, higher world, but they also 
in the physical world are very, they don't make a move without thinking about it or knowing exactly what they're doing. They're very intelligent in terms of insects, but I'll say a lion. I'll go with the lion. Okay. Okay. And why? Yeah. Is it being king of the jungle? I think being a leader, being fierce, but also soft and fluffy at the same time. And, you know, king of the jungle, I think is a good notion. Plus lions are just badass. Absolutely. I really appreciate you coming on and sharing this time with my audience. Cause I, I feel like your energy shows so much resiliency and so much future success. It's, uh, it's powerful and your ability to learn from your mentors. And then you're going to then refocus that into mentoring others in a broad scale. That's going to help you in many ways to not only understand your greater purpose, why you were not successful when you were 18. The one thing that you were, it, it's a, it's a blessing that you have overcome all your challenges. And I know your future path is very bright and very, I, I'd love to have you come back on in the future when you release that book, because I know it's coming out and I know it's going to have other books and counterparts to it. And I wouldn't be surprised. So I, I have to tell my audience to be on the lookout for you because I, I, I do see that. And that's why I wanted to have you come on. And I'm just really excited about you being able to share everything you shared with us today. And thank you for being real authentic. And I know that's not, that's not easy for an introvert who works and practices that being extroverted, right? You, you, you can achieve any, if they leave you in a, in, in some jungle somewhere, you would build yourself a city. That's what I think. I think you have the resource to build yourself. You would, you would, you would unite people. You're, 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 you're going to have a think thing. That's my, that's my ending to you. So. I love it, bro. Right. Thank you so much. This has been phenomenal. <laughs> I'm happy to come on anytime and you folks listening, absolutely anything I can do for you, really the smallest things. Um, I think make the biggest impact. So much love, brother. Thank you for thank having you, me. Steve. Appreciate it. Thank you for coming on. See you, brother. <laughs> thank you. I just want to thank Connor for coming on the show today. I uh, I haven't had many younger voices expressing themselves in terms of somebody who has leadership, has gone through a lot. You know, one of the things I really admire in Connor is somebody who can come onto a podcast, acknowledge where they've been, what they've been through, being so authentic and talking about their own personal issues and things that they've been through and then overcoming that. I think that's like one of the, the quintessential spiritual stories that we could always ever endeavor to think about is the realness of it. A lot of times people watch TV and will watch a, a psychic on TV on TLC or something. I love those shows, but you, you don't always think about what all those people that see them go through in their day-to-day lives, right? Or I guess what I'm trying to say is we don't always pay attention to our to the struggles of others. A lot of times we're, you know, we have our blinders on if we suffer from our own mental health issues or go through things. And I think what I really appreciate about having Connor on is he can talk about mental health type of stuff in such a real way, but do it in a way where you can totally tell that he's figured out for himself the equation to success. You can't take away from this episode, but to see somebody who is really living at 120% of their value potential. And that's why I see success as energy just shows me the success that I see coming up. So I'm very excited to connect with him today. And I, I, I want to thank him for coming on. And for the audience, just uh, check out Connor Dube. He's on social media and his website's www.activeblogs.com forward slash B2B hyphen mentors. I will share this information in the program notes so that it'll be available to each of you. In the meantime, thank you so much for supporting the show. And always remember, when you're positive, anything is possible. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Social Psychic Radio Show. Don't forget to join us for another episode next time. 
If you enjoyed the show, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give us a review on iTunes. You can also check us out on Facebook and don't forget to visit the Social Psychic YouTube channel. Until next time, it's a big world out there. Keep an open mind, embrace your paradigms, and know that the universe is always yours to explore. At Baker's, no matter where you order free pickup, you get the same great deals as you'd get in store. So you can save when you order during band practice or at the dog park or wherever. Start your cart with the Baker's app and save from wherever today. Baker's, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum. Restrictions may apply. Subject to availability. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here, and I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electrocast Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music. DC, I host the rock podcast back to the arena, the interviews. It's about a 30 minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock band like me, subscribe today to back to the arena, the interviews. Electric acid. Electric acid.